and we are live so greetings ladies and gentlemen my name is renegade operative and today we will be doing a podcast on our personal reflection of game of the year or our game of the year awards for 2019 so i'm going to introduce the panel obviously on the host and next we have captain chaos what's going on guys next up we have nami or nom uh just nom will be fine okay Next up, we have Andre. Oh, what up, guys? Andre, B-Venom here. Cryo, with your infinite wisdom and your Jar Jar voice. <laughs> Mr. Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyway, hey, hey guys, it's Cryo. And <laughs> last but not least, we have Arlena. How's it going, guys? All right, so we're going to get into the hard one first, and that is our most anticipated game of 2020 and here we have the nominations neo 2 final fantasy 7 remake last of us part 2 ghost of tsushima cyberpunk halo infinite doom eternal and resident evil 3 remake so who wants to go first on this with their choices? i could go i could i could go first real quick uh for for me it's kind of tied between last of us 2 and ghost of sushi but to be honest i actually I don't know, because I've played, you know, a game, I played, you know, a genre that, you know, or well, the type of game that Last of Us and Last of Us 2 is, but with with Ghost of Sushi, I have never played that type of game before. Um, I know that the maker of Ghost will be uh, Sucker Punch, which they're the ones that actually created um the infamous series so if it's going to be sort of like that then hell yeah i am going to enjoy that very much it's been a while since i've actually played an infamous game next uh i'll go real quick um it's a lot of these i really am looking forward to like resident evil 3 remake doom eternal cyberpunk last of us ghost of tsushima final fantasy but if i had to pick one it would probably be RE3 Remake. I'm a huge fan of the RE series. This is no sort of like debate on my side. Uh, I love this series for a long time. I really am looking forward to seeing how they do it. But as for if I had another honorable mention, if I only had to pick one, I really want to see how Doom turns out. I fucking love Doom 2016. That game was amazing when it came out, and I'm looking forward to seeing what type of innovations and stuff they do with the sequel. I like that there's dashing now. I like that there's like more mobility. I am loving the fact that Doom Slayer just comes in, grabs a guy by his key card, he rings him by the neck, and he says, "You know what? I'm gonna open this door, and there's nothing you can do about it." It's so cool, dude. So, yeah, most likely with the new Doom game, they're gonna add new elements to it because it seems like with every doom game there's always something new whether it's um, a mechanic or anything like that yeah so i heard it's um 22 hours long oh yeah so wow. it, it sounds even longer yep. than the first one looking forward uh, from to what oh, i've yeah. seen of that doom eternal or whatever uh i've seen that i think the map design of it looks a lot superior than to 2016 because I think there's a mm -hmm. lot more shortcuts you can take in the middle of the map rather than just having a big sort of circular trail that you usually go through. Because yeah, I also, I, oh, I also heard it's going to apparently be more uh, story-focused as well. Um, and 
which is different from the original or the 2016 yeah. one at least. Yeah, the the way the way that the footage that we've seen already, it does seem like you can choose more. There's like more than one path that you can actually take to get to the objective, which I actually hope so. I I'm not, I I don't mind linear paths, but I do like the fact that some games actually give you an option to oh you oh you don't want to go the middle path okay here's the left path oh you don't want to go to the left here's the right path oh you want to take the most complicated path okay go for it like i like that it basically lets the player do whatever he or she wants yeah it's i'm more excited to see the uh i guess like the encounter areas the sort of little arenas they give you uh, a lot of the ones in 2016 felt very similar because there wasn't as much emphasis on the mobility. And since like the newer one is adding like yep. that little mechanic where you can swing off poles and get a lot of height, that, that alone can add a lot to the map design. Especially the glory kills, especially if there's going to be newer ones too. But uh, really quickly, did um, yep. does someone else want to go next? Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Um, oh, uh, uh, oh, you can go chaos. Okay. Um, yeah, with 2020, it seems like it's really going to be the year of, of uh, really big game releases because there's like so many different things coming out. Uh, I, I really have a hard time, honestly, picking one in particular that I'm looking forward to. Um, like, I, I feel like we're uh, a lot of the big ones, like, uh, like one big one in particular, obviously, is FF7 remake. Um, and I am excited for that, but I, I, I have not played the original game. But then again, I also hear the remake is going to be pretty different from the original game. So I'm really interested to see like what they're going to do uh, with uh, where they take the story and how it's going to be different from the original game. Um, I'm also interested in what they do with RE3, and that's another game I have not really played the original of. Uh, I'm not as big of a Resident Evil fanatic as, as Renegade is, though, but um, uh, I am still looking forward to RE3. Uh, uh, because I really did enjoy uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake and what they did with the Res the RE engine. Uh, so I was pretty impressed with that. Um, but I guess, like, the one... If I were to pick one, and this is admittedly because I am pretty biased, I do really like CG Project Red, uh, I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077. <clears throat> it seems like a very ambitious game, uh, like, what they're trying to do and how big the world is going to be. Um, so, like, and also I really like the uh, setting. Um I I'm also really interested in Ghost of Tsushima and like I because I really like the feudal uh, feudal Japan setting um, and I want to like it, it, actually in contrast to what Cryo said it feels more like a departure from what Sucker Punch has done with uh, the infamous games because of where it's the setting and what we've seen of the combat uh, it does seem to be fairly like a pretty big difference between that and the their previous uh what they've done previously uh so i'm pretty interested to see what uh what that game is going to be about it's just not enough that i've really seen to really say like that's definitely a game i'm i'm really excited for uh last of us 2 like i'm really iffy on it like i just don't it just really depends on where they take the story and what they're planning to do with like ellie's character and joel's character and uh i just don't really feel like i know enough about that yet to say i'm like really hyped for it um i would definitely just have to say cyberpunk uh like that just looks like a, a game i would really enjoy uh hopefully it is pretty well optimized when it comes out though because i have been hearing that 
they have been downgrading the game because of the consoles. Uh, so I'm kind of disappointed if that's the case. But I mean, I kind of understand at the same time why it has to be done. Um, but yeah, other other than that, I'm pretty excited for that game. Yeah, I mean, in terms, I will, I will, I don't mean to cut you off, Ren, but mm-hmm. um, I will say in terms of like downgrading and everything like that, it depends on like how how heavily is it is it like heavily downgraded is it going to be they they downgrade they cite it specifically that the consoles currently are the reasons why is being like pushed back a little bit so i assume graphics performance would be the main basis of that yeah i i mean for me personally i mean there's been games out there that had to be you know downgraded to for because of one platform or another but usually the end product i mean the game comes out still looking beautiful so i think that's what uh cd project red has in mind which is why obviously they did the delay because they want to make sure that it's polished out because i mean they basically showcase the game as something majestic something beautiful for people to you know play probably just yeah. best to get it on pc but we got to move on to the next person. Yep. All right, then. Oh, yeah, I'll go. Um, me, let's see. Let me check. Uh, most anticipated, well, there's a lot of games I'm looking forward to, but I think the several I'm the most interested in is um, Cyberpunk 2077, Evil 3 Remake, Doom Eternal, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm really looking forward to those games. Um, Death Half of 7 Remake. Or... I don't think you uh, did. No, I, I okay, actually yeah. just remind you just reminded me too. I forgot to say. Uh, I don't. I can't believe I even forgot. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Doom Eternal. I, I it's really between that and Cyberpunk for me. Uh, oh yeah, that game's gonna be fucking amazing. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little iffy on Seven because of the episodic format, but at the same time, I won't deny that the game does look really good, and I am actually pretty excited for it. Honestly, but, with um, that logic, I think that there is no other way they could have done the game without taking 12 years to make it. If it yeah. was the whole experience with those I graphics, it would have took like 10 years to c- complete it. So. Oh, yeah. Because they'd have to, because truth be told, I think it'd be like a decade till we get the game. So, But hey, I'm glad at least we're getting the game like, you know, this year. I mean, uh I think that's it for me, honestly, for most anticipated. Anyone else uh, want to give All this right, a shot? All right, so I, I guess I'll go next. All right. Let's see, uh, I tried my hardest not to break this little uh, anticipation sort of mentions over here. But um, these are all wrong. The real answer is Persona 5 Hard R. That's the thing that we should all be looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, that's kind of a re-release of already like an already completed game with like just extra stuff. So if I were to drop that, I would probably put Final Fantasy VII because just the trailers for their the remake actually got me to play the original game about like eight months ago, and I can certainly see why a lot of people like really wanted this remake to come out. There's a lot of great qualities about it, and I'm actually. And I'm very interested to see how they can take like a traditional turn-based RPG and turn it into like more of an action-based one, like the uh, Kingdom Hearts series. Well, they did try to kind of kind of try to do that with uh, FF uh, 15, so uh, hopefully it'll be like a more refined 
version of that. Uh, but, but I mean, it, it, it they did show in the E, what was it, E3, or uh, that, that it was going to be more like a, uh, it was going to implement some like kind, not turn based, but uh, yeah, the uh, real time. Uh, yeah. yeah, like uh, whatever you call that system. Like, it was uh, classic called the ATB. Yeah, yeah, it was ATB. Yep. So, so kind of, so kind of like uh, Final Fantasy twelve a little bit, because uh, I remember twelve had something like that, like combat system like that. Yeah, it's pretty much for the uh, nostalgic crowd that wants to play the game like that, focus on full ATB. Yeah. Well, other than that, I guess the only real thing about the Final Fantasy seven remake that kind of worries me is, um, since it's all the since we all know it's like an episodic thing at this point, they're not changing that. Uh, it's just that because it all takes place in the opening area of the game Midgar, and they did say that they expanded it. I'm just curious on what exactly, what what kind of content they have in it, and if it's exactly like worth the expansion. From what I heard, it's gone. It goes up to I believe the end of Midgar. That's what I've heard though. So. They said the game change. is 60 hours, so yeah, you do have to worry. Is that going to be? more changes to the main story for the better or will that just be padding for like grinding or mini games or stuff like that because i noticed that like most of the mini games have been highlighted so far and i'm like will that be like more content that they're offering there or will it be more story we just don't know yet yeah because mm -hmm. from what i've seen um uh, i know the story in the original wasn't super long at least in midgard but i feel like they're expanding upon it more which which is a good thing. I feel like the best thing they can really do is just give more context to the area. I just don't want it to be like too bloated where it drags down mm -hmm. the overall sort of pace of what the story was. Yeah, I understand that. So anyone else want to go on this? Uh, I think for me, in all honesty, it would have to be uh, Last of Us 2 and the RE3 remake. Because... Admittedly, I've never played the first Last of Us, and it's one of those kind of games where I do want to play it, but I've never really had the time to play it. And I've played a few Resident Evil games when I was younger, even though I probably shouldn't have because I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like one of those games that my parents had, and I saw my brother playing them, and one of the jump scares got me when I was a kid, and I was like, putting that down, going away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Alright, so we are moving on to best action game of 2019. This one's easy Ooh. for me. So, <laughs> we have Control, Sekiro, Astral Chain, DMC5, Call of Duty, and Judgment. For me, mm. it's, it's easy. It's DMC5. I think that was... <laughs> Hands down. I'm gonna go ahead and just agree with that because I, I I don't really have it. Like the only other game I've played on there is Sekiro. Um, and as much as I kind of like Sekiro's combat, like I just find the whole game to be really, uh, just unbalanced in terms of difficulty. Like it just, yeah. uh, I I do not like that about the game. Uh, DMC Five. I like I haven't beaten it, and I really feel like I have to beat it to have like a. a a full opinion about it but i mean i, I would have to say dmc5 i just i, just, I enjoyed the combat system yeah, yeah like the combat good. like i really feel like it's a complete refinement of all the like you know the combat systems of devil may cry uh that we had in the previous games it's like they they took that and they just made it so much better i think um 
So yeah, like I, I yeah, like they they just improved like everything from DMC four. Uh, so I yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. And I yeah, played like I played Sekiro on this list. Also, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I played oh. Sekiro on this list, and it's a frustrating game to play and sit down. I like I enjoyed it. However, I just can't play it for long periods of time in comparison oh, to. Oh, Gren, hold on a second. I think you missed the game. Did you put Jedi Fallen Order on the on the action? It's action? in it's in Best Adventure to compensate, and it's also okay. in Game of the Year, I believe. But it okay. it will definitely get its recognition when we get to it. However, I, I do think that DMC5 just takes it because it's it's enjoyable to play, it's fun, it's engaging. If you're a fan of the series before, you're probably going to love this game because it feels like a more refined DMC4. And they actually took time to flesh out the story instead of like how they did it with uh, DMC4 where Dante doesn't get like additional levels, he backtracks. I, I'm glad that um, he gets more opportunity to shine in this game in the later half. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that RE2 didn't get on the list. It is on the list for game of the year and best adventure, so we're we're getting to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for I I don't know, for me for me I I don't know. It's kind of hard I mean, to see I, RE2 as like best action because it's like survival, so you're you're trying yeah, to like, it, yeah. I mean, it yeah. does have a a tiny like a slight glimmer of action in it though I, I just don't think it's enough to really be considered like a action game I, it's it, i mean like I, it, yeah it does I mean, kind of play a little bit like re4 but it's not well it's I, more I, I don't much more of an emphasis on trying to survive and not yeah. really so much as like i, I think it's one of those everything i think it's one of those agree to disagree type of things because a lot of people say re2 remake is a action horror I think it's mm. more like adventure. You're like exploring puzzles, all that stuff. So it's we'll go definitely that. I think yeah. it's definitely Capcom trying to go back to the roots of the franchise. I mean, it, it, they're implementing like things from RE4 and some of the, you know, like RE4, RE5, but they're, they're the idea is to try to go back to being more survival horror oriented. Yeah. Uh, than like action, purely just action or. If it was like RE5 where I'm like, Meleeing people's heads off, I I would Watching agree there. Yeah, but I, I can't I can't agree on this instance. Like Leon can barely like even touch a zombie without being bitten. So X gonna give it to you though. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I had to. I had to bring it up. <laughs> However, anyone else wants to take this question and go on this? All right. Well, I believe that Devil May Cry 2's Nintendo Switch port was probably the best action game of the year. Oh my god! I, I thought you were serious at first. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but there's not much that I. I it's kind of hard to compete with Devil May Cry 5 in terms of just pure mechanics and just the ex, like the variety of expression you can have with what you can do in that game. Like. Name yeah. one game where you have uh, where you can use um, a hat that shoots red orbs, and you use a motorcycle that's attached with chainsaws. Uh, but Gary God of War 2018 combo. has much more complicated uh, combo uh, combat. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you don't have to press R1. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for but for should me, you throw the axe is... or should you just ta uh, smash the? the <laughs> nah, but uh, for me, uh, DMZ5 is, uh, I, I love that game. It's such a phenomenal game. I think everyone should play it. It's definitely worth uh, it. Go on. I, I guess for me, for me, I 
I don't know. I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot of shit for it. I mean, it definitely does look like it would be the best action. And given the uh, hype around it, it's well-deserved kind of hype. It's not blind hype, if that makes any sense. Like, there's actually legitimate reasons why one individual or many individuals would actually really get hyped about DMC5. Yeah, it's not so like for me, CG... I would say... Yeah, I oh, would say DCM, uh, DCM. I got confused. Uh, DMC yeah. 5. Yeah, because initially I had like but, really mixed feelings on the game, but I think once you know, I saw more trailers, my hype went up considerably. You know, Gone you, know, you know, Andre, I will have to say, what you said before about the chains and, and the hat and shit like that, you, you're, I forgot, you're forgetting one thing, man. Gary's Mod. Gary's Mod is where it's at, Kappa. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh god, DMC5 and Gary's mod. <laughs> oh god, imagine. Oh god. Yeah, the the only legit runner up here would be COD in my opinion. Because I, I did like the campaign for what it was and I do occasionally enjoy the multiplayer. Other than that, it's not like something that I would put over DMC5, but that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I would I would actually agree with that too. I mean, it for me personally as a COD fan, it it was one of the best COD games I've played since like the last good COD game that I played was like Modern Warfare 3 and like Black Ops 2. After that, the series kind of just went really downhill. So, anyone else want to take this one? Uh, I think for me, hands down, honestly, has to be DMC5. Because, and, and this is actually going to be a funny story, because when it was shown off at E3, I was taking a nap. Like, I, as a joke, said on Twitter, you know, wake me up when they announce DMC5. Not even 10 minutes later, I get three responses saying, they just did. And one of my acquaintances was, like, flipping his shit over it. <laughs> and, um, and, of course, you know, completing the game, it's really fun i love the story and i've talked about it so much my boyfriend actually started playing it he hasn't finished it and one of my online friends on here i do dungeons and dragons with he said that he loved it and of course his favorite character is v <laughs> and of course even later on you know obviously uh uh in momocon if you guys haven't seen with my profile picture i got to meet the voice actor for dante ruben oh. Same here, actually. I met Ruben, oddly enough. And then the man that can roll Gar a bullet in real life, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I heard about that and I read the news articles and I was like, well, good to know that my February is better than his. I had gotten into a car accident like a week before his thing happened. Yeah, that's, that's such uh, an unfortunate thing, but I'm just so glad that he made it and he was so happy to promote the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he and, look like Dante. Oh yeah, that was before he cut his hair for charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one thing I'll never forget about DMC 5s announcement was probably everybody mistaking Nero as Dante. Oh, that's another. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You mean, you mean Dante? <laughs> Dante? Why does he look like this? I was like, oh my god, DMC2, kill me now. I would have I been, I, I given them credit if they made a DMC Double May Cry 2. 
Like yeah. that would have been funny. Oh, I think the fan base would have been in disarray if they did that. I, I just oh, trust me, I would have been like trust I me, I would have thrown myself out of a window, but like <laughs> I think it would have been funny. I thought it was Don Say until I heard him talk. I was like, Oh, it's Johnny on Bosch. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyone else for best action game before we move on? Going once, going twice, soul to the lady in red. So we're going to move to best RPG. And the nominees are Monster Hunter World Iceborne, The Outer Worlds, Kingdom Hearts 3, Greedfall, Disco Elysium, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Code Vein, and Bloodstained Ritual of the Nights. Uh, I, I would, I don't know. For me, in terms of content, plus we haven't seen... Well, to be honest, we haven't had a game like this in a while, at least with, in terms of like, um, like good Fallout games for a while. I, I will have to say the Outer Worlds actually spoke out to me more than anything. Cause with this, it didn't look like they would just simply, you know, just slapping a name on it, just slapping some models here and there and just decided to sell it for cash, you know, like uh, Bethesda did and shit like that with uh, with their games. It, it looked like Obsidian actually took the time with this game and took, took, took actual time time with it. They didn't just look at their clock and go, oh, well, five seconds up. Okay, we're done with this game. They actually put, they actually put, their heart into heart and soul into the game in my opinion i have to agree definitely who else wants to go on this all right i'm gonna be the uh debbie downer for a second and say that fuck outer worlds kingdom hearts 3 mm -hmm. is probably the best one i played this year <laughs> oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> okay let, 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 let me just uh, let me just say one thing real quick let me say one thing real quick i don't think outer worlds is terrible i just think that it's feels like a lot of the response to it is because of the retroactive shit that's been going on with Bethesda. I feel like, mechanically speaking, it's not super interesting, but also I don't feel like the writing is very subtle. Well, it's as subtle as it could be. And I personally pick Kingdom Hearts 3 because, first of all, I'm biased. And second of all, it's probably because I just enjoyed playing that game more despite its disappointing story. Okay, I have to one second. Ren, can we add something to the document? Can we add most disappointing uh -oh. game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, that could be that could be like a side I mean, question. I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't know if you do that could yeah, work. Yeah, that could be that could be like the final topic. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be a side question. Everyone's like most disappointing game of the year. It, it has to go down. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that should that should definitely should be the uh, closer. Yeah, we could do All that. Right. I feel like I've uh, already been blocked by three people, so... <laughs> um, I feel like I do enjoy the mechanics of that game. I enjoy a lot of the things it does do well, but I feel as though it's just too easy. Like Yes, thank you. Like, it's like newer Pokemon games where you can just win by pressing one button. Spam Disney your land rides. Yeah, <laughs> like the attraction flow rides are so overpowered that they made an update so you can turn them off. Jesus. Like, yeah. I, I I haven't played the Remind DLC. I'm very sorry for interrupting you, but I, I haven't no, played no, the I... I haven't played the DLC. I I did see what the new Super Boss looks like, 
and I'm a very sucker for like challenging fights in those kind of games. Like Kingdom Hearts 2, the secret boss in that game, is probably my favorite boss battle of all time. But um, I just don't think that it was balanced all too well, and it definitely suffers because of it. For me, this um, is going to be... Oh, you want to go first, Kale? Oh, yeah, I'll go ahead. Go. Um, I I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I, I guess the Kingdom Hearts 3 is in this category. It's definitely not Kingdom Hearts 3 for me. Um. And I say this as someone who is actually a big, who was, a, well, still is a big fan of Kingdom Hearts, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I guess for me, like, it would probably be Greedfall, actually. Like, I don't think anybody else on here probably has even played Greedfall, but uh, I was interested in the premise of it. Uh, so I played it. I decided to, to check it out. And um, I was definitely, like, I was impressed by it. Like, I was pleasantly surprised by the game. I wasn't really expecting much, but um, it's, a, it's a pretty good RPG. Like, it's uh, uh, basically, think of Dragon Age 1. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not the same company. It's not Bioware. It's this, uh, I think it's a French company, uh, Spiders. Uh, they made the game, and um, it, it feels a lot like an old-school Bioware game. Uh, like, you know, you have your party... Uh, and uh, it, there's a lot of like there's a, it's a big open well kind of I guess you could kind of say it's sort of an open world like there's different areas you go to and it's kind of cut off by diff different locations you can fast travel to um, and a lot of the side quests they feel like there's they're very intriguing they're not boring and fetch quests like uh, uh, some of them can be but like the the storyline and the side quests are actually interesting um so there's like a lot to the game it's not just like filler content in the game where like you know you need to grind you know in order to progress the story or anything uh it feels like there was genuine like thought put into a lot of what's in the game uh i haven't beaten the game yet so i can't really say you know i can't really give my full opinion on the game yet but so far like what i played it's good the only issue i have with it is there's a lot of I think there's some a lot of technical issues on at least on the PC version that I feel like needs to be ironed out. Uh, specifically, there is an issue where after a while the frame rate seems to dip pretty bad, and I can't really figure out why a lot of people are having this issue. Uh, and I don't think they fixed it yet, so that's the worst thing I can really say about the game so far. Uh, but it's it's a pretty good game if you like good characters if you like um you know act building actual bonds with like your party members and a good storyline uh i think you'll really enjoy greedfall um yeah, especially if you like i said if you like old school bioware uh it really feels like bioware before they went to shit uh so it's uh yeah i would definitely i really uh, highly recommend greedfall <clears throat> I'm trying to think um my my choice is going to be like very very quick uh, I, I did like this game as an honorable mention, but I haven't like really touched the DLC. I will say I am liking all the content that Monster Hunter World is offering in terms of Iceborne. So I would definitely recommend people pick that up and I want to get into it like a little bit later on. But the only game I really played on here that I thoroughly enjoyed is Covain. I think Covain was great. Um, it does have its issues, like with the whole frame rate thing and whatnot, but honestly, it's a solid game that I thought really surprised me. I thought it was going to go, like, super under the radar and uh, just be, like, just bland, basic, and boring, but it really actually surprised me when I was playing it with James, so I would say Covain was thoroughly entertaining. Mm. 
I've been meaning uh, to pick that pick up that game, so I'll have to check it out. What about uh, anyone me, else on this? Go ahead, Andre. Uh, it's tough. I haven't played Monster. In a, um, I did play Monster in the World, and I really did love it. But I haven't played the DLC, so I would say it. I do want to play. Um, I should like Code Vein and um, Outer Worlds. I really do want to play. Also Bloodstained, but like I said, backlog and money. <laughs> but yeah, Monster and World Life's more for me. Arlena, did you go? Uh, I really didn't play much when it comes to RPGs, but I will say from what I've played in Monster Hunter World, uh, it seems like a pretty good game, but unfortunately I've been having trouble getting it to like do some things because apparently it's saying like, you know, stand by until like a download's complete or something like that. And of course I got the full game. Like I even went out to GameStop and bought, pick up, like, picked up like a copy and then I, I don't know what's wrong with it, but from what I've played, uh, it's pretty good. Alright, so anyone else before we move on move on to the next one? Um oh yeah, yeah. I I yeah. Uh we're we're forgetting we're forgetting like the the best game here. What is it? What is it? Anthem. Speaking of Bioware. <laughs> That's safe for the worst list, good sir. <laughs> we gotta pour a beer pour one out for Bioware. <laughs> All right, but I, I think we can move on to, like, Best Adventure, which will be interesting. So yeah. uh, we have the nominees here, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Borderlands 3, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, The Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, A Plague's Tale, Innocence, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Bloodstained, and Judgment. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go, I guess. I'll go quickly. All right. Uh... It's a toss-up between RE2 Remake and Judgment, because um, I really enjoyed Resident Evil 2. I think it's a really good game. I do think the game suffers a bit at the end, a little, like the lab portion, but I really like But I still enjoy Judgment. It's a good game, but like I said, Yakuza games aren't for everyone. It's kind of like a, for like a niche fan base, but I, I'd say it's still a decent game, but I probably, I guess, would give it to RE2, because I really did um. It's hard to really say, so I guess maybe Judgment. RE2 was good, though. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's an honorable mention. Yeah, I'm done with that one. Anyone else? Mm -hmm. uh, best action game. Uh, it's probably a toss-up for me between Plague Tale Innocence and uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um Plague Tale was like I I feel like more people need to play because I don't really hear that many people talk about it. Um, but a lot of the people I have heard talk about it, they really praise the game, and I have to like you know I have to completely agree. It's it's a it's a surprisingly good game. Like it has a I, I didn't think it would be all that great. Um, it's one of those games I kind of got all you know impulse by, uh, impulse bought, and yeah, like it, it has interesting characters, a good story, you know, set in the uh, uh the french you know in france during the uh that time period where the bubonic plague was going around of course uh i don't think there were just like legions of super rats going around uh, uh eating anybody that stepped into the in, in, dared step into the uh the into the middle of the super rats um but <laughs> you know other than that i think it's a pretty interesting like fairly accurate representation of uh how that how that was but uh um, yeah, and good characters, good story. The gameplay is 
is good. It doesn't really like it doesn't ever really get that boring. I don't think it really it's a game that doesn't really outstay its, you know, outstay its welcome. It's about as long as it needs to be without feeling like, you know, okay, I want this to be over with. Um uh, pretty good game. I, I would definitely say check it out. Um Jedi Fallen Order. I, I think I'm gonna have to say Jedi Fallen Order just because that game was also a pleasant surprise. Um and I think it was like one of the uh one of the few rays of light we have uh in the uh uh you know in modern Star Wars and after uh the overlord mouse has taken over um and made everything terrible. Uh it's it's one of the f- few star wars things made by people that actually care about star wars and you can tell they care about star wars it's uh um you know it, it doesn't really try to connect to the the sequel trilogy or anything it, it's its own story it has interesting characters it's uh it, it goes back to it kind of goes back to some uh flashes back to the prequel timeline and has references to that and uh the combat is is pretty decent for the most part uh people say it's kind of it, it is kind of souls like they do try to trying to make it feel a little bit like souls but uh i don't think it's i think it's a pretty good balance uh, of difficulty uh i just recommend playing on hard or, or the hardest difficulty because otherwise uh i hear people say the game is too easy so that's pretty much what i did i just started off with the hardest difficulty and it's not it's not that hard so um yeah but it's a pretty good game uh, i would have to say jedi fallen order for uh, my best action game <clears throat> Uh, let's see. So for for me, I think for the best adventure, I would say that it it's a toss up between Jedi Fallen Order and Resident Evil Two Remake. Because oh, best adventure game, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's a toss up between Resident Evil Two Remake and um, Jedi Fallen Order because I really did enjoy Jedi Fallen Order, like the combat. I thought the story, well, where I'm at for the most part, I think is pretty good. Um, the way they set up the caverns and how you, you know, climb on everything and how there's like all these upgrades and there's these like scriptures on the wall and you get more backstory into what was going on on the planets and the other characters. I thought that was awesome. But RE2, like I said, man, it's been a crazy ride waiting for that remake to come out as well. And just the sheer amount of things you can do, like the upgrading weapons and going around and exploring and figuring out these puzzles and dealing with the new mechanics with the creatures because that game was made from the ground up. I thought that was also interesting. So it's a tie between those two. Everything else I either heard of by word of mouth or I have not played yet. Anyone else wants to go? All right, well... Uh, mine was pretty a uh, pretty easy choice. It was going to be Fallen Order until a couple weeks ago when I played Resident Evil 2 for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I I managed to binge through all that game relatively quickly, and my previous experience with that franchise was just dying to the first enemy on Resident Evil 1. And I, um, I also played Resident Evil 7 when that came out, but I wouldn't really consider myself a fan at that point. That was until I played Resident Evil 2, which actually got me very, very interested in, in a lot of the characters in the background of that game. And I very much appreciate the map design and how it's very interconnected, even though the police department is clearly the, the best part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can all agree, right, that the scariest part of Resident Evil 2 was seeing a big man in a trench coat and fedora run, running towards Claire, right? Oh, Mr. X. <laughs> oh, God, Mr. X. Well... The thing is, he can't go through safe rooms because you can actually exploit it enough, and he's not too bad to deal with. 
Yeah, that was something I ended up doing a lot, especially when I was doing the Claire run through. I can I would just sort of wait in safe rooms. I can't wait until April because Nemesis is Mr. X. He's Mr. X on roids. That's all you need to know. Uh, you go into a save room and you get blown up by a rocket. <laughs> That's gonna be funny to see on stream. That'd be amazing. I'd probably turn the game off after that. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're gonna see like a lot of new streamers just totally they do not know how to deal with this guy. It's gonna be quite Resident funny. Evil to see. Prepare to die edition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that a sequel to Crash Bandicoot? Oh my yeah. god. Yes it is. <laughs> I remember when people were saying that. Jesus. Crash has turned into Dark Souls. Oh yeah, Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Dark Souls. Yep. Cryo, you had something yeah. to say? Uh Mr. would have to say Star Wars the Jedi Fathered Order. I knew you were going to do that voice. It's a very, it's a, it's a very, very bombad. <laughs> I had to think well, of the word. The you can find a Gungan frozen in carbonite. <laughs> Anyone but, else but, wants to go? Well, cry but, uh, go ahead, finish. Yeah, I, I wanted to, like, all joking aside, like, explain why, uh, with Fallen Order, uh, like someone mentioned, it, you could clearly tell that the game makers were really into designing and making this game really great, you know, with the character design, the story, uh, the lore, um, it didn't feel like any like like how disney pushes their agenda on the new sequels and everything like that it didn't feel like that was happening it felt like it was actually handled with great care like they like these were like die hard you know star wars fans working on a game and they were like what what would the fans of the the first like six films would want to see in in a game like this and it's like they put in little things that make people go oh yeah i remember that from that movie and um i i liked how they didn't really do all that connecting to the new sequels because i feel like i feel like that kind of would be a little uh in my opinion it would kind of make me go a little like uh, why did you do this? I should mention there is only one little thing that apparently is can, is trying to connect to the sequel trilogy. One? And it, well, there uh, it's uh, oh, Starkiller it Base. The oh, yeah, there's a uh, if you look into the the after I think it's after you beat the game. Uh, if you look into the description of, of I think it was Gillum, uh, it's apparently one of like the it implies the first order was. Uh, they're trying to construct Starkiller Base or something. Uh, it's it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, that's in there. Uh, I I feel like I, I I don't think it was something that they decided to that it that it, the uh, the developers themselves decided. Hey, we should add this in. I feel like it was a, a certain e certain someone was like, hey, you better do something. <laughs> to... Yeah, it was probably EA slash Disney. Yeah. Apparently, uh, in the Force Awakens, like I think it's called a designer's guide or something. Like that was the planet that they used. They just never explained it in the movie. So I guess because like because there's was... no world building in the sequel yeah. There's no like stuff. they just don't tell. Uh, by the way, the main villain's back. Lol. We don't say why. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so 
so for some reason Palpatine's back. That's literally a line in the movie, by the way. Uh, somehow <laughs> Palpatine has returned. So, so, hey, remember that old dude from the original trilogies? Yeah, he's back. He's back. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, even, even, bad even... touch. <laughs> bad touch. <laughs> and and this is actually coming from somebody that's normie to the Star Wars series is is that when they showed Palpatine, I'm like, how? Who? What? When? <laughs> don't think <laughs> about it. Yeah, don't think too. Don't think too much on it. <laughs> a friend of mine told me it's a clone of Palpatine. It's not. It's, it's like supposed to be him. Yeah, it's like the stupid designer guides that they always release that pretty much say, "Yeah, this is why our story makes sense. We're not going to explain it in the just movie." Just read watching. the tie-in books, okay? <laughs> just read all the tie-ins we're going to release after this. You know, just give us money. Fine. Yeah, give us money. All right. Anyone else want to uh, go to the next question or answer this one? Mm. Or are we done with uh, Best Adventure? Going once, going twice. I think we're done with it. So this one's going to go by really fast. And that is yeah. Best DLC or Expansion. And I can tell because <sighs> I haven't played any of this. Uh, um, we uh, have Destiny 2, Shadow Keep. Civilization, Gathering Storm, Monster. Oh, Hunter- my favorite's definitely Civilization. I'll I, I fucking just kidding. Isn't that an <laughs> RTS? Uh, it's a it's a simulation uh, game where you can build you can build a, uh, a well as the title implies you build a civilization. And, uh, <laughs> I feel I feel you, terrible because I it's never it's heard of it. You you manage your you manage your your fucking. Uh, your your country or whatever the fuck I don't know it's it, it's boring I, I I don't know I I know people like it I just I just find it boring I just I don't know yeah I I feel bad that I never heard of it but you know since you said I've that, heard I of it so I just bad. don't I've never had any interest in 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 it uh yeah for uh, hold on before you continue Kyle let me finish the nomination oh, oh yeah I didn't know if you finished. so uh here's Monster Hunter World Iceborne Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers no Man's Sky Beyond, Elder Scrolls Online, Elsewhere. I, I think that's how you say that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, The Fate of Atlantis, and Borderlands Three: Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot. So, does anyone want to go uh, on these? Uh, I, I might. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Andre, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you go uh, ahead and go first. I'll, then I'll go after. Probably, I guess, Monster Hunter Iceborne, if I'm being honest with you, because I have not played any of those other games. Like, I played four, FF14, but I haven't played, like, any of the expansions. Um, I haven't played Elder Scrolls or Assassin's Creed or um, Destiny 2 or um, Borderlands 3, so probably Iceborne at all, so even though I haven't played, which I need to get around to. I have... That's me. I have never heard so, so much blasphemy in my ears in so long. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but um, for I don't know for me because I've only played one of these games. Um, I don't know as a I'm not a hardcore fan or you know one of those fanboys of Destiny and Destiny Two and everything like that. But for me, I like I like Destiny Two. I mean, I like the deal the last two DLCs especially because I felt like the at this point they were giving more even more like story and kind of like 
tickling everyone, every every fan's you know pickle for the next sequel, um, or the next you know DLC because it seems like they're with every DLC release. Uh, not only is there more content, like more weapons, like more weapon drops, um, or uh, power boosts, um, uh, or like uh, multiplayer maps, or anything like that, or like new activities to play. Um, it's like they try to keep the player, the fan base, you know, like their interest up by adding content, new content for people to play with um with with each dlc release um and i i don't know for me i i i like shadow keep shadow keep actually made me kind of go like holy shit but next all right you see i'm a rebel so once again i'm gonna break this sort of nomination system and i'm gonna put down joker from persona 5 being in smash brothers ultimate <laughs> uh, this elevator does smash. Oh, uh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking Byleth? Who cares? Joker's where it's at, baby. So, um, <laughs> it's more of a personal thing because I don't really use Joker that much in Smash Brothers. I more so appreciate his inclusion for, like, what it means to this franchise that only me and, like, one other person in Idaho plays. So, now that Atlas has finally hit the mainstream... Um, I can now pretend I have good taste. Uh, I, was, uh, I, was to, I was about to ask you, I mean, is, is your friend a potato? Maybe. <laughs> I could actually imagine it, a potato having a controller right in front of it. Are you talking Maybe. about Jacksepticeye? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was actually I was actually thinking about um, uh, Idaho from uh, Gumball. The Amazing World of Gumball, uh, uh, the, potato, Gumball. the talking potato. <laughs> uh, well, I was trying to roast him, so. <laughs> I, I just, never, I, just... I never played any of these, so my answer is brief. It's like mm, this is. Oh, I thought I thought that was your answer. I yeah. thought your answer was just that brief. Yeah, it is. This <laughs> is yeah, my favorite DLC of the year. Brief, <laughs> brief. <laughs> no answer. DLC just keep year. it brief. Drop, drops, Mike. Brief. My favorite <laughs> DLC of the year is the Virgil DLC. Death. Oh, the non-existent DLC? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I had to. Jeez. Uh, so, anyone else want to go on this? Uh, I'll say for me, and I've actually played these two before, uh, Final Fantasy XIV and uh, Elder Scrolls Online, because, like, Long, long after I graduated, uh, my parents decided to get me a, an, X, an Xbox for Christmas because, <laughs> for God knows why, I don't know, because <laughs> I didn't give them an answer on what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> and one of the games on it was like Elder Scrolls, and of course I played it nonstop. And of course, uh, when I saw that you can basically fight dragons and kill them, I was like, I'm getting back on this game because <laughs> I took a big break from it. And uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I did have played a little bit of it on my PlayStation, but I think once I get like a better laptop, because this thing's a piece of junk and <laughs> it needs an upgrade badly, uh, I'll probably play more of it because I got a buddy who is who he is obsessed with it. You cannot get him off of it, not even to play Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> For the nerds. 
<laughs> Somehow I knew that was going to be set. But uh, anyone else want to go on this before we move on? Going once, going twice, soul to the hooker. So we're going to move on to best art design of 2019. Okay, for a minute I thought you just said breast art no, 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 of 2019. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like... I was like, first you mentioned what? a hooker, and then breast. No, then no. That, that, that part was taken out of context. I swear. <laughs> but we're talking about best art design quotations, best art design of 2019, and the nominees are Devil May Cry Five, Gris, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Death Stranding, Control, Concrete Genie, Close to the Sun, and Disco Elysium. Yeah, real real quick, mm. I will say, uh, with D DMC Five and um, Death Stranding, I know people give Death Stranding a lot of shit, and it's very understandable why. Um, but I did like I did like the design, like the art design. It 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 was a beautiful game to go through. Um, but. I don't know. I'm torn between DMC five and Death Stranding because both of them, both of them was actually pretty beautiful to be honest. I mean, there it was visually appealing to be honest. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't. I'm torn. Again, I'm I'm torn. I mean, I'd say fifty fifty for me on both. I can't choose one or the other. I have one yeah. very straightforward answer: DMC five because it's the only yep. game on this list I really played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll go by real quickly, but um, Devil May Cry 5 easily. Like, it took me a while to get used to the RE engine, but after I think playing the game, I really do love the game. Like, visually, it looks gorgeous, especially the character models, and the animations look really good, too. Like, it's definitely like visual eye candy. Yeah, I would have to agree. It's uh, for me, just Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, I would also pick DMC5 because it looks really good, but also it runs very smooth. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. Anyone oh, else yeah. want to go on this? Uh, DMC5 for me as well. This seems to be like the widespread <laughs> choice here. I find it funny how we have less to talk about this than the DLC. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> But I guess we're moving on to best fighting game of 2019, and that is the nominations of Mortal Kombat 11, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, Samurai Showdown, Dead or Alive 6, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, it's, it's obvious. It's, it's Power Rangers. Don't you know this? Call me crazy, but yeah. I, I was actually surprised by that game, even though right, it's well, it's budget. Indie. Yeah, I did hear. I did hear Power Rangers was actually pretty good. Yeah, I need to cop it. It looks fun. It's hard for me to say because I haven't played Sam Show. I'm pretty sure if it was like in my backlog right now and I was playing it, it would be Sam Show. But I have to say, Mortal Kombat 11. Now there is problems with this game. Like the micros are fucking insanely stupid. I. Uh, grinding for like a costume and having it spend like an eternity it's like you're doing like sim simply like free work it's it's so stupid and 
everything else about it, like, you know, the story isn't that great. I can understand that. But just the core, like, fighting mechanics alone, I thought it was really engaging enough to uh, play that game for, like, hours upon hours online. Because fighting other people was really fun and enjoyable in that game. It's just the other stuff I don't like, like the microtransactions and the story. And I guess runner-up would be Power Rangers because I played that recently and I, I really did enjoy it. So I would say Power Rangers, Mortal Kombat, really good stuff. For me, it's probably Sam show. I um, I played it like really late in 2019, but I really loved it. It's um, it's a really good game. It's, it's not super complex. It's pretty easy to pick up. I'd say it's, it's, um, it's definitely a good time. I had fun with it. Anyone else? Uh, um, I think for me it would probably be Sam Show. Oh really? Either that or um, the Power Power Rangers fighting game. Cause to be honest, MK MK11 it looked it, it, it made me go. Yeah, I <laughs> it just it was it's... it was way too much of a snorefest. They changed way too much that they shouldn't. They didn't need to change. For me, uh, I mean, sure. it is a guilty pleasure. Like, I, I would prefer... If someone just straight up said, would you prefer going back to, like, MKX or MK9? I'd say, hell yeah, go back and, like, play those games. But as for, like, what came out in 2019, I would say that game from what I played. Because, like I said, the online is still great. It's just everything else yep. is not good. And the costumes, grinding for that shit takes so long. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah, the the grinding, the grinding aspect of the game, the story, especially the tower stories. I it just felt like a complete snore fest for me. I completely slept on the release. Fighting cheap AI to get costumes and they can like one shot hit you is that's always fun, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the I mean, embodiment I, of fun. I, I mean, I did like the like the new I did like some of the new like mechanics, but other than that, the mechanics for the game it's not it's not enough for what uh you, what you, I'm gonna steal one of you your words, Rana. It doesn't warrant a two thumbs up for me for this category. It's more two thumbs down. I yeah, nah. Just as a quick question, I want to ask Andre: Did Soul Calibur Six come out in 2019, or was that like the year before? Uh, a year before it came out in 2018. Okay. So I, I basically gave Smash the uh, pity award because there's not a lot of fighting games to talk about, and I swear that game came out yeah. in 2018. It came out at the end of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, because Soul Calibur came out October 19th, uh, 2018. Yeah, I see that too. But you know what? I'm going to stick up for Smash. That was my favorite fighting game of the year. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 question is when when are they gonna add or when are they gonna add the Terminator to it? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tomorrow. I, mean, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, hook hook me up. I can do it for free. I can do the voice for free. <laughs> you get dominated. After Sans, <laughs> anything is possible. Add Dante, you cowards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so I was Dante. so upset when it wasn't Dante announced. I was like, I, I think everybody was. was. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> it's, it, oh, great! It's like all of a sudden, it's like uh, that Three Days Grace song starts playing. Let's start a riot. 
<laughs> like, I, I wasn't that mad to be like, Sakurai, you piece of shit. Go to hell or shit like that. But yeah, I'm like, I don't get those people. I don't get those people. I, I'm like, it was it was disappointing, but it wasn't like, I'm going to go to this man's house and piss on his like rug or something. It's It's not that bad. <laughs> Like, I wasn't furious. Yeah. It was just one of those heavy exhale out of the nostril kind of moments. Yeah, I felt the same way. It's like, uh, it's disappointing, <laughs> not what I wanted, but hopefully with the next fighter pass, they will introduce those characters in later, so there's always another shot. And the words yeah, of was, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Yeah. So, anyone else before we move on to best multiplayer? Which should be like really quickly. Going once. Uh, oh, good. I would I would honestly say, you know, this isn't on the list, but I kind of enjoy Jump Force for what it is. Jump Force? Really? <laughs> In all honesty, and this is my honest opinion, you know, and of course, you know, it's also my inner childhood, you know, screaming when I saw it, but you know, Naruto was my anime. Okay. When I was a kid. So Okay, I have like just a statement to make. Who else wanted it to win at the Game Awards because you know people were going to be pissed about it? That's why I kind of wanted, wanted it to win because of that. I mean, I, just, I knew people would be mad. Like, it would be so funny. the entirety it, of the FGC would storm the, the place. They put Keely's head on a stick. <laughs> plus, plus, to be honest, to be honest, finding out, finding out that that game got won an award i mean to be honest it, it, it would have been funny i mean it would have made the award show more entertaining <laughs> oh yes definitely god people have been pissed off man just you it's like all of a sudden it's like once they hear the the <laughs> winner it's like all of a sudden you just hear absolute silence and then crickets <laughs> and then someone goes and the game I, I like to jump for us, but it's definitely not a contender for it, it, anything. It's done fun, I'll say that. Like, I, I had some fun out of it, despite not really liking how the game plays. Like, J-Stars is a lot better, I'll say that. Oh, I'll, I disagree <laughs> with J-Stars being better. Really? I mean... And, and, I mean, the downside for me is that, you know, it's the voices are in Japanese, and there could have been a chance. Maybe they didn't have the time to, like, get some English voice actors in there, but hearing Goku's Japanese voice is so fucking annoying. <laughs> I prefer I prefer Sean Schemmels, and I hate that dude. Oh, what about, um, what about Ocean Dub Goku? Oh. Oh, Ocean Dub Goku is the GOAT. <laughs> That's Roll like, for me, it's, it's the same thing. Different strokes for different folks. If you like soap, that's fine. If you like dub, that's also fine. But I, I do agree that I do like Schimmel's voice, but as a person, nah. You think I'm beta? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, Goku. If we did have Sean Schemmel and Jump Forces, Taunt would have been that Funimation leak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I remember that shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just gonna move on to the next one because hearing hearing Goku call his son, <laughs> call his son a penis. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. But let's move on to best multiplayer game. So, best multiplayer game of 2019, we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Dota Underlords. I don't know how to pronounce this, Mordahau or something. Yeah, we're just gonna. Oh, we're just chivalry gonna... ripoff. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> so we have a uh, Samurai Showdown, Tetris '99, Apex Legends, and Tom Clancy's The Division Two. 
I would just simply give it to COD. I mean, I've been playing that the most, so I've only yeah. played the beta for it. I, yeah, you know, like I haven't really played any multiplayer. I, I can't even have an opinion on this one. Same. It's like I haven't really played much outside of that and MK11, and I already gave that to like best fighting game. So best multiplayer will be COD because I, I think outside of all the issues that it had like at launch. I do think they ironed some stuff out. There's still some lingering nitpicks I have with it. Like, people just... Uh, the way people play in that game is very, very dumb, and the maps are not that great. Uh, but it's it's a fun experience when you get some friends and you can do stuff like co-op or private matches, so it's not really the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, uh, for, for me, uh, it, it has to be, you know, Call of Booty Modern Warfare. I mean, I, I just love just hiding on top of a barrel, just waiting for some dumbass to come in front of me, with, where, whereas I got my 725 and they got some, like, stupid pistol. I just I just get them and I laugh, think I'm skilled. Oh, <laughs> with yeah. the thick quick scopes. But oh, really, but really, though, yeah, I mean, like I said a while ago, I mean, I haven't had fun in a cop game since, like, Modern Warfare 3, black ops 2 i it's really fun i mean sure there's things i have issues with like obviously you know uh, i mean there's things that can't be easily fixed through a patch or anything like that like people who hide people who you know just camp etc i mean i mean it is what it is when it comes to games like that it's the same thing with dealing with like people who try hard in the game I mean, yeah, it sucks the fun out of the game for everyone else, but in the end, it's like there's nothing the devs can really do about that. Yeah, that's true. Anyone else want to take this one? All right, well, you see, I don't play a whole lot of multiplayer games because I don't have any friends, so I ended up playing a lot of <laughs> CTR online. <laughs> oh, yeah, CTR. Did CTR come out in 2019? Yeah, it came out in uh, 2019. Yeah. Fuck. Forgot all about yeah, that game. Yeah, because uh, re remember uh, when CTR Osan got microtransactions and Sasuke got got so broken hearted about it, and then he, <laughs> at first he was like, he, first he was like, yeah, I'm ready for calling oh and then he, <laughs> he, then he got so heartbroken to find out there's micros in CTR that he's like, man, fuck Call of Duty, fuck Activision. It's Activision. I don't know what he expected. That's funny. <laughs> He's oh like, they're God, not getting my money. This <laughs> yeah. like, oh. <laughs> they've done this before. Yeah, I actually had the uh, microtransactions for CTR written in my little notes here. But um, now what I was about to say is, despite those being added and Activision's overall behavior about it, like obviously I don't support that kind of crap because it's a waste mm -hmm. of money. But like, I still think mechanically it's really fun to play, and the track design is really good, except for the shitty nitro cart maps that suck. I agree. It, Those did, maps are—it's uh, not as good as the classic ones, in my opinion. Yeah. Didn't they also fix the um, the whole grinding thing too, so it's not as long as it was once before? I don't remember. Like I, I just remember, remember Sasuke like, would talk about that like all the time. You he had to play at, like peak hours to get like more money, and if you didn't, you get like a lower like reduction. I, it's really weird. Yeah, I, I swear, I thought Sasuke told me that they actually fixed that with a patch. I think that came out, like, last year, I want to say. Yeah, I, I, I like wouldn't know, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask him at some point. But I, I fixed my mistake, so I did put that game there if anyone wanted to, like, sort of talk about it. 
I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a damn good game. I would say that would be my um, follow up or honorable mention if it wasn't just like COD. So anyone I mean, else I wants to go? Huh. Arlena? Uh, I, I kind of got burned out of like Call of Duty games, you know, because of my brother, because he plays the crap out of them. So I would honestly say, you know, other than Call of Duty, I would probably say The Division 2 would be my pick. And that's something that I have played with my boyfriend because, you know, we try to play games where we would, whenever one of us was like working one shift and another and we just something to play on the weekends. I... And from what I've played, it's really good. And it's actually kind of funny because my boyfriend would try to sneak around the enemies and of course me going in guns blazing being like Wakanda forever <laughs> get killed <laughs> I like Division 2 but I only played the beta so I feel like I can't speak on it in full I did enjoy the mechanics a lot more than the first game it feels a little less stiff uh, so I, I did appreciate what they did with yeah. that game at least well mm -hmm. I mean don't 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 you guys know though what? I mean break I mean, don't you guys know Breakpoint was better than that game? No. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I got a story. Um, one of my friends actually bought the collector's edition of Breakpoint. Save, save it for like, the I end, Andre. Save it for the end, because we're uh, talking uh, about okay. most disappointed at the end. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a perfect story for that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I'm not excited for most disappointed because I know I'm gonna get clowned on by everyone. <laughs> oh, it is going to happen as soon as we get through <laughs> all this. Uh, so I think I think we move on to like best mainstream studio, which is going to be quick. So we have Capcom, Kojima Productions, Nintendo, Square Enix, From Software, and Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, for me, well, clearly, clearly Kojima Production. Uh, I I had to put Ran it here. the best walking simulator this year. Yeah, I I had to put it there because Death Stranding had to get some recognition, and I'm like, uh, I, I'm seriously gonna, very sad talking about it. I do because I, I had to put it there, but I I would say it's between Nintendo or Capcom logically because I feel like they were publishing like a lot of titles and a lot of stuff came out that was really good by them. So I I would say those two are really good. They made some good decisions this year. I mean, the, I mean the Nintendo Switch is like the superior console out there. I thought I would do this already. Here's the thing: the Switch has Resident Evil Six on it, so. Let's see that all the night they make the, the one. number one console. But anyways, Andre, go ahead. <laughs> oh sure, okay. Yeah, for me, well, it's gonna be Nintendo because. Uh, my um my father Reggie Fizeme. Nah, I'm messing with you. Um, <laughs> my father. <laughs> I probably have to say Capcom because uh they've done such a great job last year. Like Resident Evil 2 remake was great. Devil May Cry 5 was great. Um, they kept support. They've been doing really good supporting um, Monster Hunter World, and I'm really I can't wait to see what they're gonna tackle next. Like I'm pretty sure RE3 is gonna be amazing. But yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'd have to agree, Capcom. Like, they've just been doing everything right so far. I think they've been on this huge redemption arc. Uh, so I, I hope it continues. Yeah, I I have to say, um, I have to say Capcom as well. I mean, I haven't I haven't played their I haven't played their games, the games that they came out with last year. But I mean, to be honest, in terms of you know at least. PR and like, kind of like, 
I guess you could say like res- showing like respect and appreciation for like the fans and everything like that. In my honest opinion, I feel like they they did do that. They're they're the type of company that act reacts well with their with their fan base. If if you know what I mean. <clears throat> All three yeah. restructures they had is way better than how they used to be in 2013 when they yeah, released like, the MCU. Like to be fair, with with uh, Resident Evil 2, at least with the remake, like they had to, people basically had to scream at them, like, "Yes, we do want you to remake this game." Uh, you know, before they got the memo, uh, you know, there was already a huge fan project in the works uh, while they before they decided to do the, the remake. Uh, so, I mean, but then, of course, when they realized, hey, this is a money maker, they're like, well, why don't we go and bring back all our all other old games and, uh, re- and remake those? So, you know, that's pretty much what people have been wanting for years. Uh, so they, they finally seem to have gotten the message. But, uh, yeah, that, that's the only thing I would kind of, like, semi-disagree on. Like, they've, they've been, like, after people, you know, that they, they got the, the message that people wanted this, you, like, yeah, now they, they're kind of back on track. Yeah, they they kind of. I mean, to be honest, they seem. But they for a sound... long time, like I don't think we should ignore that. For a long time, they they were they... before this. They were really like I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, is. They, yeah they, they sound. They... Cry, but... Oh no, Go you're on. fine. Oh, I was just saying. I was just gonna say they sound like like the neglectful um, grandparent, or just the neglectful you know parent that just sometimes listens. Uh, and most of the time just doesn't listen it's, it just varies it's like selective to me it's kind of weird and i will give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to dmc5's development because supposedly that was happening around 2014 so that that game was like under the works and they already had that developed but the games they were releasing at the time were pure garbage i think it wasn't until like re3 no not re3 uh, re1 remake that they started to like put out these good remasters and fans started to like them so that reception caused them to put out more stuff and prepare more for the sequels so I, I think that their restructure of the company really helped them get out of the rut and hopefully they understand that yes, people want these old franchises to come back like Dino Crisis, they want Mega Man, they want all this stuff. Uh, so now supposedly they're focusing on other remakes that aren't going to be just RE, which is a good thing, honestly. I think they're going in the right direction, but they did have to get steered yeah, to that once, direction. I noticed that one, there they're the company that seems like once they got their target on site of something like they had to example, because they were they were going bankrupt like twice they, i believe a lot of their games um they outsourced a lot of their games and they didn't do too well like they i dmc I didn't like even meet it's i just wish that game. konami would take a note from capcom honestly like oh I, yeah konami is konami who <laughs> konami <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I seriously doubt Konami's gonna redeem themselves. I mean, eh, we'll see. I want to wait and see what not. happens. Like, I-, I think any company, if they're willing to restructure and try, then I'm gonna give them a modest chance. But after what Konami has put out so far, I can say right now they are grade A garbage. That Contra game was unacceptable. <laughs> like. but to be fair for the longest time capcom was also the butt of the joke yes they were yeah well like i said uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. 
I, I, now this is going to be the last thing and I'll pass the question off to, to anyone else that wants to answer it. Um, but like what I was saying, it seemed like once they have a goal in sight that they're passionate about, like with RE2, for example, they, they have shown that they, that they will put time and dedication into something. I mean, take a look at RE2 and uh, RE3 that's going to be coming out uh, this year. Yeah, like I said, so, the, the only benefit I mean, it, I'm giving is them... like they care. Yeah, it's like they care, but they need it. They need. Uh, they're stubborn. They need a push. Yeah, the and, the only benefit I'll give them is DMC Five because they knew people wanted it and they didn't need to be steered to do that one. It, it's been in development for a long time. Yeah, but next. Yeah, next up. Anyone else want to take mainstream studio or? Nah, I don't on? really have much to add because I would just pick Capcom as well. Yeah, same yeah, like here. Be, yeah, that's gonna be overall choice. So let's move to indie where my I have no opinions on these. So best indie um, game of 2019, Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, the I think that's gonna be the Outer Worlds, but there's also a game called the Outer Wilds. I have Outer played. Wilds. Yeah, there's, that's the indie game. Yeah, there's Very there's two of them that's indies. I got that super confused too, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Untitled Goose Game, which is everyone's favorite game, and <laughs> My Friend Pedro. Well, best uh, the only one I know of, or and I have actually seen gameplay of, uh, I would have to say Untitled Goose Game for me. I think everyone's gonna say the meme game because <laughs> I, I just don't know to go with that because I don't know. Any... Same here, actually. Actually, I've, I've only heard of that. like my friend Pedro. Yeah, I never played it either. I think I've seen some gameplay of my friend Pedro when I was like watching YouTube and stuff, but I, I think that was like a long time ago too. It looks awesome. It's like two. I think it's Max a Devolver Pain. game. Uh... Yeah, yeah. In, in case anyone doesn't really know what it is, uh, my friend Pedro is an action side-scrolling shoot 'em up that has exceptional replay value and wonderful set pieces. That's like the best way to describe it. <laughs> it's like mechanically super solid, like, and um. If you don't know, it's a game where you have bullet time, right? And it's a 2D shooter. So the whole point of the mm-hmm. game is to use bullet time to get through waves of enemies using different variety of weapons. Yeah, I mean, remember, vote for Pedro. <laughs> I get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> insert, insert Captain America here. <laughs> ah, funny. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I, apparently... oh, go ahead. I was about to say, I, I haven't played any other game on that list other than my friend Pedro. Anyone else want to take this one? I honestly haven't played any of these games. I think I've seen like Jacksepticeye play them. Yeah, I, I don't think i even seen gameplay of the Untitled Goose game. I only know it's a meme, so I would uh, honestly pick that. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, long, long story short, when it comes to the game, basically you play as a mischievous goose and you basically steal shit from other people sometimes and you're basically a menace of society but it's hilarious <laughs> and that's pretty that's pretty that's a long story sh- short pretty much it's funny <laughs> all right oh, yeah. i think we're gonna move on to the next one since a lot of people haven't played much on this list but check out my friend pedro so 
next we have the best soundtrack of 2019 which is Uh-oh. cadence of hyrule the outer worlds dmc5 sayonara wild hearts ape out and katana zero um i haven't played anything else or heard anything else on this list outside of dmc5 so that's another pick that i'm going to give it same I, all right uh, i mean at least dmc5 has tracks that i are memorable like you know devil trigger uh they have the theme for uh Emo, e crippled emo boy, uh, the crimson cloud, uh, crimson cloud, yeah. Um, then we got uh, Dante's theme, which, which, what, it, <laughs> yeah, so <human>. um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they fixed yeah. it, it's not that, yeah, bad now, but originally it was screaming. Yeah, I hated garbage. the originals, like, uh, yeah, um, Lord. uh, but yeah, like, I, I would have to say the MC5, like, I mean, it had a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah, I I think it's going to be the same thing like uh, I think it's going to be the same thing that happened with another category I mean I know it's not on the list but for me I kind of like I actually kind of like the music in Death Stranding but I also like the music in DMC5 I mean the story the the story was the and the gameplay those two are what held the game back the most but in terms of like like at least with the art design and the music i i liked it i mean especially like when you were on when you're just walk when you were walking around at the beginning and you heard the music and it's was really somber and everything like that looked really cinematic as you were walking i actually liked that i mean it fit well with that scene the only reason Ooh, why I did not I, include it here is because uh, I heard Death Stranding soundtrack is mostly um, done with like other third party songs. It's like licensed oh. music. Yeah, like MGS licensed 5. music. Yeah, like MGS5. So that, that's I, why I didn't place it. I, I, uh, the, there was music composed in there by um, someone hired to actually make uh music for the game specifically but there were licensed songs in there yeah i'm talking about in i'm talking about like you know like music with like violins cellos that kind of shit in game would be fine but license is like kind of a weird gray area yeah not songs yeah uh like oh it like uh just i don't know what it's called i know it's a different I know it's a different term, but yeah, songs original without lyrics. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, original soundtrack. Compositions yeah, like original Composi- compositions. compositions like that. OST, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, OST. That's. I don't know why I second guess myself. I was gonna say OST, but anywho, next. Yeah, because there's like there's original soundtrack and then there's official soundtrack where like they usually have the licensed music in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like both. I liked both. I mean, both were pretty pretty good it felt it felt like it fit which is perfect when you're when you're someone like me that listens to like the music in a game because if, it, if it's if it's out of place i can't really get into the game like i can't take it seriously if it's not fitting with what i'm seeing in front of me that's kind of the problem i had with the um 
what was it the remade soundtrack for re2 or lack thereof because it's yeah. mostly just minimal you don't hear anything in the soundtrack that's why i have like the classic soundtrack on until yep. mr x shows up and it's suddenly loud as fuck yeah it's like, it's like what the fuck <laughs> like, okay oh, yeah. but uh yeah next anyone else for best um, soundtrack yeah all i have to uh, say is uh pull my double trigger that's about it Pull my double trigger. It's like the official hype song. Oh yeah, I listen to that song every every time whenever I'm heading to work. But <clears throat> yeah, for me, it would definitely have to be the Devil May Cry uh, soundtrack, guys. I, I of course me, I, I I absolutely love Legacy. I love that song, and of course I turn, and of course I sing the crap out of it. Although I can't now because <laughs> voice is kind of scratchy. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're talking about the song where um Nero goes DT. Oh yeah. Yeah, that it, main theme. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm not letting you die. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, and also shoutouts to the uh, gallery soundtrack remix of Double Trigger. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's remix. good. That that is so good. I love it. It's really it's like really good study music or just to relax to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, th I think that's going to be it for this category before we move on to best shooter. We're almost done. So best shooter this is going to be super easy. COD, Metro Exodus, Borderlands 3, Apex Legends, Gears 5, and Division 2. Uh, I'm going to give it again to COD. I, I think I, I played Gears 5 and I did not like it that much. It's like it's a guilty pleasure game. But in the long run, the multiplayer was broken at launch, and that gave me a bad experience. So I would have to pick COD again. Couldn't you technically yeah. put uh, control on here, too? Uh, Yeah, you can. You can put control on here. So I might yeah. as well add that right now. For, uh, for me... I'm trying to think of uh, shooters I played this year that came out this year. For, uh, for me, at least, I would have to say, you know... Uh, Apex Apex Legends best shooter of the game of the year, you know, for 2019. I mean, I mean, if if you if you disagree with me, that means you life than me. I'm just kidding. Fuck Apex Legends. Um, <laughs> I I prefer COD over that game because it actually Isn't Apex like didn't Battle feel Royale. Fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It, it's basically like a bland version of Fart Nut. Um, <laughs> Fart Nut. <laughs> I agree with you, Cry. Um, Call of Duty is really good. I haven't played it, but I've seen gameplay. It looks really fun. I, I need to get it. Like it's it's not some. There are some moments in the game where it will get bland, but it it can be really fun, especially if you if you're like trolling people. Like for example, if you pull out a riot shield and an RPG. And just want to fuck with people. It's 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 hilarious just to watch them just hop around you like a like a rabbit going. Huh, can I get you from here? Oh no, you're going over there. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny toying with people pretty much. Oh, um, but it is. I mean, but when you're playing the game, it's one of those games where it's even more fun playing it with uh, friends. <clears throat> um. Yeah, so I, I guess, like, yeah, you could consider this a shoot. I mean, it, it is an FPS, but uh, Metro, I guess for me, Metro Exodus, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's technically like, you know, more 
adventure type, but I mean, it's still technically it's an FPS. Uh, yeah, Metro Exodus. It was a, it it was probably it's probably my favorite game in the Metro series now. Uh, it's a pretty big departure from the other games, like in terms of it being open world sort of, and uh, you're not really in the Metro anymore. Uh, you're kind of helping the world exploring. Uh, and it's a very visually stunning game. It's uh, uh, and it, yeah, like it has a pretty surprisingly decent story as well. A pretty good follow up to the first two games, um, and a pretty good sort of semi conclusion to uh, the Metro Metro games. I mean, there's still I'd, I would say there's still room for another game if they ever decide to make another one. But uh, where the story ends, I think it's pretty good. Ends in a pretty good place. Um, I. I Quite enjoyed it. I think is is one of the best games I've played this year. Isn't it like <clears throat> a rig killer or something, or is that like something that people made up? What Metro Exodus like being stress test on PC? Oh, it's a it is a fairly demanding game. Yeah, uh, it's I will say on launch it had a, a lot of issues, but I think they recently have since ironed it out. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, the only downside is that the game is uh, on PC. At least it's an Epic exclusive. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, if you want to play the game, there's always other means of obtaining it. Your horror. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else want to go on this? All right. So I look at this list and I realize I don't play a lot of shooters. So I guess my favorite shooter of the year was playing DMC Five in Gunslinger mode. <laughs> that's one way to do it at least but uh well, seriously what is your favorite shooter so far nom um no I, I i guess a game that came out this year was shooting i guess days gone but i don't really like that game Days gone is <laughs> terrible game at the end yeah but i i'm serious when i said on i didn't really play a lot of shooters i just wanted to be funny <laughs> no that's fair enough like I, I i haven't played a lot either outside of cod and gears and honestly i i can't put gears over cod because i think that game is just a downgrade so i will have to say gears of war yeah gears of war. <laughs> uh such a disappointment but uh I, I guess we can move on to the next one you guys okay with that Mm -hmm. I'm good. Alright, so mm -hmm. best narrative of 2019 for gaming. And we have the first nomination, Death Stranding. We have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, A Plague's Tale Innocence, The Outer Worlds, Disco Elysium, Call of Duty, and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Well, clearly it's Call of Duty. I would give it to Death Stranding, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I mean, it's, it, Call of Duty's always had Shakespearean writing <laughs> um i'll go quickly but i'm probably death stranding um the story isn't too bad i, I watched the playthrough of it it's it's really weird at first but i think over time it starts like really growing you and even though the ending is like two hours long it's actually pretty decent like it's actually really well acted so i gotta give them props for that the only story that seemed to suck me in, like, in all seriousness, is Star Wars. Like, I, I, I just really liked the plot of that game and where it was going and all the characters. So, I, I would have to say that, like, over 
everything I played. I did <clears throat> like where they were going with the um with the COD campaign, but I haven't beaten it, so I, I can't really speak on it too much. But I would say I remember, Star Wars. Speaking of which, I remember somebody made a pretty pretty interesting criticism of the COD of the new COD campaign and how it was trying to be like a trying to show more of like a morally gray kind of thing. Yes. Uh, and they said like Spec Ops the line did it so much better. Uh, yeah. Where like COD was afraid to kind of fully go into it where Spec Ops was like, yeah, you're a monster basically. Yeah, Spec uh, Ops would taunt you like constantly like, oh, are you are you a killer here? You know, they would yeah. like put the uh, loading screens and they would like have you uh, morally question killing like this whole village of people like and you doing the whole white phosphorus where it's like um, you mm -hmm. know you think there's enemies there and there's not it's innocent people uh, as for COD For what I've noticed of the COD campaign it's just Russians bad Russians bad yeah, yeah. they're evil people <laughs> and, and, and then it's like oh well this guy has a bomb strapped to him oh well it doesn't matter because he gets thrown off a ledge anyway and blows up so the choice that's presented doesn't even linger that long when you think about what's morally gray and what's good because usually some shit happens really fast and you have no control over it as opposed to them mapping out a story in spec ops where it's like do i shoot my best friend here or do i go and kill this whole village of innocent people because i'm mad you know um so i i think i just think that the thing is too better. is there really is no right choice yeah like, no matter what you do you're you're kind of fucked either way yeah you can't so, deviate so it's it's yeah. kind of strange but I, I do like what they were going for in terms of presentation at least that alone is very very great yeah for for me i mean i feel like the campaign was sort of the stepping stones for spec ops like if you thought you had somewhat of difficult choices that you had to make in the campaign then um then actually uh, uh if you thought you had difficult choices in the campaign just wait until you play you know spec ops it's one of those type of things that i i personally felt like uh if any war was trying to do like it's kind of like you know like the war never stops here like you know after the campaign you're thinking oh everything the battle's over you know the war is won it's like no it's not it's yeah. like it's it's far from it's far from being over most of these shooter games is like it focuses on like fantasy of you're the um macho hero that blows everyone away you're rambo you're arnold schwarzenegger so i i did like that spec ops question like killing all these people is it morally right do you enjoy it you know that sort of question involved and i i don't feel like cod does it justice so um but i would say everything else is just fairly fine with it i really did enjoy the characters and uh the situations you were thrown into just not the execution that much but i will say that jedi fallen order was really good when i played it yeah i don't know i mean i haven't played fallen order all that much i've i've played more of cod over that actually mm -hmm. so for for me i would have to, and also i'm biased I, I will admit i am biased because the last cod game that we've had involving campaigns excluding um blackout i'm not going to call that abomination black ops 4 mm -hmm. um it, it was garbage 
Like the campaigns have not been all that great for many, many, many years. So, I mean, this is the type of campaign, despite uh, some of its faults, it's still one I would actually play repeatedly over the past several years of COD's uh, campaign. Anyone it's else? just that good for me. But yeah, anyone else on best narrative? Yeah, well, the, clearly Kingdom Hearts three had the best narrative, but um, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, but I I enjoyed uh, Jedi Fallen Order the most because it got to points where I I would tend to forget I was playing a Star Wars story and more so just a story on its own with like its own original characters because I felt that it was very light on fan service at points, which I was very afraid it was going to be like, oh, here's Obi-Wan, oh, here's these characters, here's this super important event. By the way, our original characters here, look how badass he is. But I feel as though they did it in a very respectful way of pretty much just uh, putting their own characters in just an established universe and having their own story for it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, for me, I, I think um, as much as I would say Jedi Fallen Order, I would have to go with Plague Tale. Um, I actually really enjoyed, like I said, I really enjoyed the characters and the story uh, more than I thought I would. Uh, as much, as, and the only reason I don't say Jedi Fallen Order is just because I feel like, uh, uh, as much as I would agree, it, it is, is for the most part, it's you know, it's its own story and everything. Like it's. It's not unlike something. It's not like we haven't seen a you know similar stories before in Star Wars, where it's like, well, what happened to the other Jedi that did that escaped Order sixty six, and you know what did they do, and and well, what happened in between the events of Episode three and four? You know, like we we already have quite a few stories like that in Star Wars. Yeah, I uh, think Plague uh, Tale is its own thing. So I would just have. To... Yeah, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. You just prefer that. Yeah. Um, it's called a Plague Tale, right? Yeah, a Plague Tale. Yeah, you prefer that a Plague Tale is just much more unique in its own way. Yeah, yeah like we and and I mean like I don't I can't really think of that many other games that are set in that that are in that setting, like or at least they're in that time period with the uh bubonic plague and all that. So uh yeah, I would have to give it to Plague Tale. Yeah, that's cool. Uh so we got anyone else before we move on to game of the year? Uh yeah, I'll I'll give it to uh, Plague Tale uh, also, and I think it's probably because of the historical aspect to it. And of course, I like history and all that kind of stuff. So I that's would, the reason I, why I like it. I have not played it, so I can't speak on it. It it's one of those games I feel like it sort of flew under the radar for a lot of people. Same thing with Dreamfall. Yeah. It's probably because they're not like major AAA games. Yeah, um, so sort of like have a... to be though. I think they can. Yeah. They're fine on their own um, merits, you know. So it's kind of like mm -hmm. one of those like um, what what is it that in in film what do they call it? A, well, a sleeper I, I, hit? I think they're they're like oh uh, well yeah sort of I guess you could because I, I feel like some because the way the way you guys are talking is like this game people slept on it when they shouldn't have. Yeah, I would I would say that. I ought to try the game out. Anyone else before we finally move on to Game of the Year? Anybody else have anything to say? Narrative. I hope I am. Uh, yep, I'm muted. Take Ren fell asleep. 
No, no, no. I <laughs> Discord for some reason was muted, so I fixed that. Uh, now we have Game of the Year 2019. So nominees are Death Stranding, Control, Sekiro, Resident <laughs> Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5, The Outer Worlds, and Jedi Fallen Order. I don't think anybody is like nominated control for anything actually no, <laughs> no. Hey, i forgot control even came out uh, me too <laughs> i forgot it existed to be honest i thought it's control kinda... was the button underneath the shift key <laughs> <laughs> remedy hasn't really been putting out a lot of great games since uh uh what was it uh alan wake yeah alan wake i think was the last really good one because we, we definitely can't say it was, quantum break quantum uh, i mean quantum breaks okay but it's not like it's just not up to the standard that they've set with the uh their past games yeah it's not like, like a max pain or anything no I, well it, it's it feels like max pain but with time can like time mechanics time control mechanics uh yeah but and i guess with control it's like, it's like yeah. telekinesis and stuff yeah something but quality-wise, it's not like Max Payne level. I also hear the game that. has a lot of technical problems, too. It, so it, kind of it, yeah, it. it bad. Very, very, very bad optimization. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played a lot of Control. Like, I've only played, like, an hour or something. But whenever you unpause the game, at least on the PlayStation 4 version, your frame rate just, like, drops to 10. Oof. And it just... Stutters. So it's, it's bad across the board, then. Jeez. Ay. Yeah, because I know on PC it's not good either. Damn. Uh, still yes. haven't. But hey, guys, it has it has RTX. No, not the RTX. <laughs> yes, ray tracing. Oh, ray tracing. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, RTX on frame rate off. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I I would have to say it's a it's a toss up between RE2 and DMC for me. I'm just seeing those two is like two quality games that came out in the I'll, same year. I'll just get mine out of the way. Resident Evil 2, and that's only because I've beaten it. it technically, I've beaten one campaign. I, I haven't beaten DMC, um, but if I did, I would have to, yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd just be, uh, For me, it's gonna be Don't May Cry 5. Um, I love the game from start to finish. It's uh, It was a really, definitely a quality game. It was probably like one of my, easily in my game of the year, 2019. Uh, Resident Evil 2 comes really close. I really enjoyed it, but I do think the game suffers a little bit in some aspects. Like, but it is definitely a quality game. So that, that's like my um, RE2 is my honorable mention. But yeah, DMC is yeah. my game of the year. Yeah, for I don't know. I mean, for me, I mean, uh, so many, so many good games out there. I mean, I'm gonna have to be that one person with the hot take, but. God damn it, I'll say it. Fortnite. Oh, there you go. What? Oh, no. Huh? I'm just God, I'm fucking kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Let's drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's oh, go. Gonna do the Fortnite dance. Yeah, yeah, let's def default on these motherfuckers. Let's build these guys, <laughs> man. Do the ninja dance. I was just kidding. But, um, but really, though, uh, I don't know. I'd have to say. I say I have to say RE2 because I feel like people kind of like, at least when it came to like the awards and shit like that, I feel like that game kind of like got dumped on. Besides, you know, the DMC5 from what I noticed. It deserved better. 
It, it, it did. It, it At the Game Awards, especially. Holy shit. It got nominated I will say for Sekiro is not, is not Game of the Year. No. Like, what what are you talking about? Don't you like Dark Souls? <laughs> I you like got to think of it like this. From Software made it. And they made Dark Souls. That means it's good. No, it's... Listen, you know the you know the best Souls game was Bloodborne. Bloodborne, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne's awesome. That that's a great game. Uh, that's probably my favorite Souls game easily, next to Demons. Well, Dark Souls one. Well, yeah, I would I would say that that award was just. I gotta be honest, that was just the, the fucking... I keep calling him, like, G-Off. I know it's Jeff, but... G-Off. <laughs> it sounds like G-Off. But uh, Jeff Keeley, uh, that was just, like, him damage controlling and deflecting because already I think it was Death Stranding winning, like, a lot of awards there. And mm-hmm. let's just say Sekiro because that's the odd man out and that's the weird choice and nobody's going to get it. That's how I felt the whole time when it was announced. I was like, Sekiro yeah. is game of the year. Huh? Like, <laughs> people people said it's really hard and they have difficulty with it, but I, I don't see it as game of the year. It's just weird. I, I didn't really see a lot of people, it's... like, really saying, all oh, this is Game of the Year material or anything. I no. saw more people saying that about, like, Devil May Cry and Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a pretty fat hot take right here. I think that Jedi Fallen Order does Sekiro's mechanics better than the actual game. I enjoy <laughs> that game more than Sekiro. Yeah. I got to agree. I have to agree. Kind of. Like, I would agree, except for the AI at some points being really dumb in that game. Like, I mean, the game has technical problems with the AI and sometimes, like, just general collision detection. It's just stuff like that. It's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm more so has... talking about just in general mechanics. Oh. With, like, the parry yeah. system and, like, how yeah, killing well... enemies works. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah. to be fair, I, I want to sound like drill here, actually. Uh, but to to be fair, with uh, Fallen Order, that that was the devs' first time making a game like that, so it was bound to have some kind of flaw with the AI. In terms of right. form factor, I would prefer that game ten times over Sekiro. Like Sekiro oh, yeah, has. Yeah, enhanced mechanics i i enjoy them but that game is so annoying and some of the enemies the fight like the headless enemies oh my god dude oh don't even think about it yeah don't even, don't even fucking remind me of that you, <laughs> you, heard heard thing kill. you need to have divine confetti yeah. yeah plus with sakura i heard that was rage inducing as well which took which a lot of people say that it actually took the fun out of the game and made the game worth not playing through anymore it was one of those type of games that i heard you need the patience of a buddhist monk to deal with that game in some sections (laughs) Uh, yeah otherwise you're turning to kids move yeah the final boss (laughs) here is infamous oh my god i mean you saw what happened to him he had a ghost pepper (laughs) you play sekiro you get a ghost pepper (sighs) was that the game that made him like that made him like uh break something that activated his alarm system yeah see through his controller activated his <laughs> alarm his wife went crazy he's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> the thing is smooth did finish bloodborne but he got help from someone oh those well. challenges are funny but anyone else <laughs> want to go on this uh i would definitely have to say dmc5 is my game of the year 
Like, hands down. <clears throat> yeah, it seems to be a lot of uh, DMC5s, RE2. Uh, I would say RE2. Man, Capcom really just, like, has control of everyone here, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. Mm -hmm. They've become Capcom. <laughs> I mean, they did good last year. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, um, I would have picked DMC5 until I did play Resident Evil 2. Yeah, <laughs> both, both are great uh, games, R really. Yeah, yeah. RE2 is my uh, uh, honorable mention. But on to the uh, greatest category, which is not listed. Everyone's like <laughs> most disappointing game of 2019. Right, let me just put up my Square Enix shield. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'll just go ahead. I... For me, it's definitely Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, um, when I first played the, started playing the game, I, I was liking it, but then I was noticing things. It was a little bit too easy. Um, I will say, like, I, I have not finished the game, so my opinion may change, but uh, from what I've played of it so far, I don't know. I don't, like, it feels like one of those games where it's, like, unless you know, like, you need to have played, not just, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, uh, and and days and all the you need to have basically played all those games in order to understand like because there's references to things from like uh, Chain of Memories, um, all these other games and or, or well actually uh, what was it Dream Drop Distance and it's just like uh, I <laughs> uh, it it's like people criticize Kingdom Hearts for being convoluted and and there is some truth to that but like. It's, you know, three doesn't do anything to help it, I don't think, because now all these characters that were supposedly dead, uh, like the antagonists specifically, and or the organization are all being brought back. Uh, and I, know, I understand it has something to do with the whole time travel thing that was introduced in <clears throat> in uh, Dream Drop Distance. But again, like it does, it makes everything like the whole convoluted argument, it it gives it more merit i think it certainly like, strengthens the whole this yeah. story does not need to be told in this way i i really like that was one of the things i i feel like they should dead characters like keep them dead please like you know because otherwise it feels like nothing has there's no stakes to anything like why should i care because everybody can just come back it's almost like the new star wars movies like there's no where are the stakes everybody like people die and then they can go be a force ghost and and interact with physical objects and shit why like you know it, it's like nothing matters anymore oh i uh, definitely agree with like dead characters need to stay dead yeah. like yeah I, I know no one's played this probably but persona 3 had this huge problem with that where the game's about like what it means to be alive and why death is like a very important part of life but then like mm -hmm. they kind of shoot their own foot at certain points i just yeah. i don't know like and and also like I, I don't know like for me somebody who is who was a fan of kingdom hearts and like you know after kingdom hearts 2 i was like I, as much as people don't like 2 I, 2 was my favorite and i was like i wanted to see where the story was going to go i wanted to see how they were going to end things and i i just i don't know uh with 3 i just feel like they it i don't know like I, I as much as i really also like to see the birth by sleep characters coming back like aqua for instance um I, I did want to I that was one of the things I did want to see her eventually like team up with Sora and all of them and and I, I I mean like I did we do kind of get that so I did like that but like everything else I'm like okay some of these not all these characters need to return you know like you can you can keep some of them dead no it's fine but uh, I don't know uh, maybe Remind yeah. will will 
fix some of these things, but I honestly kind of doubt it. I just I don't know. Yeah. yeah I mean, but, I, oh, sorry. Oh, oh no. For, I mean, first I was gonna say, you know, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, uh, in terms of the other Kingdom Heart games, I've, you know, seen and played. I I played a tiny bit of it, not much. I, I do feel like three was definite for me at least it felt the weakest and hang on all right so the game was rushed basically yeah the irony behind that too (laughs) how long it's been years for this fucking game (laughs) yeah sorry somebody came in the room tapped my shoulder so i got cut off um but um but i will say uh, it it did feel like the weakest in the Kingdom Hearts series, and second, Chaos. How dare you speak such blasphemy against our Lord and Savior, the Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mickey Mouse. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse wearing his fucking organism. <laughs> I don't care. That's fucking badass. Mickey Mouse dual wielding keyblades. I did. I did die for your sins just to see this. Oh. I think my uh, my favorite part about the Kingdom Hearts lore is that Mickey Mouse can stop time. <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, he, I mean, but... Disney is a monopoly. He owns everything. So I mean, <laughs> he probably there are probably uh, dark side powers he's tapped into. <laughs> but but really, but really though, uh, for for me at least, in terms of disappointing, uh. I know a lot of people say that they like Apex Legends, but it's fucking boring. It's bland. How can people like that? Wait, Cry, nothing... didn't you nominate Apex for one of your uh, one of the choices, or am I wrong? As a I joke. Oh, okay. okay. As a joke, then I gave my real, and then I think I said for best shooter, I said Apex Legends, obviously, and then I was like, nope, forget that guard. God. <laughs> uh, but for me, I don't know. Apex is just so bland. It's it feels. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It it does not handle very well on console. It really. It's it's really bad. It the I feel like the the connection to the games, like the servers, it's not all that great. They still have not fixed that problem, at least for the PS4 uh, consoles. Um, I mean, it's fine on PC and I think uh, Xbox, but I don't know. I tried playing it. I I really wanted to get into it, but I'm going to have a hot take. I'd rather play uh, Blackout than Apex. And that's saying something because I told you guys how much I hate Blackout and Black Ops 4 in general. Ugh, jeez. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> name. Uh, Hope it never yeah. comes back. Hopefully. Blackout. So, anyways, next. Yeah. Anyone else for uh, worst game of 2019? Um, I would say Borderlands 3 probably was my most disappointing game. I have uh, that game. Never played it. Oh, don't let yeah. don't let Sasuke hear you say that, Captain. I I heard it. Oh. Like I saw the frame rate for that game when it came out of launch, and it looked terrible. Like on all platforms, or I. Th- 
I think so. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't I know if it was yeah. Digital Foundry or somebody who had a video out and it was oh, yeah. showing the frame rate. Oh yeah, I actually did hear that. Like all consoles, all all consoles and even PC was affected by it. To everyone's like shock. <laughs> yeah, I would question. Oh my bad. Um, I'm gone. Uh, yeah, you can go. Oh, okay. I was just going to talk more about why I think Borderlands 3 is like the worst thing in the world. So do you want to get your thing up first? <laughs> uh, you, you can do it. I, I'll save mine for last because this is actually a pretty funny story. All right. Well, uh, Borderlands 3 encompasses pretty much everything I dislike about the writing team behind those games. It, it's so immediately dated with like trying to be the hip trendy kind of game. Like, you know uh, Poochie from Itchy and Scratchy? Mm-hmm. Imagine that, except as a video game. Oh, God. <sighs> so they, they, like, try to use slang all the time. They say, like, BT dubs. They, like, take <laughs> selfies all the time. Don't they have, like, a memes in that game, too? The, the whole, like, main villain is, like, a live-streaming supervillain who, like, oh, says... God. His, like, main catchphrase, remember to like, comment, and obey. <laughs> Oh my god. That sounds awful. Jesus Christ. It's like that one Spider-Man villain no one likes except like worse. Screwball? Yeah. That was one of the things I didn't really like about the other Borderlands games, or at least in Borderlands 2, I think like all the a lot of the dialogue was like references to memes and shit. I and, uh, Yeah, I, I think um, I found it really cringe. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree too. I well it, I, I think uh, that that's also the problem with, uh, I don't know if anybody else has played uh, uh, Rage 2. Uh, it feels like, it almost feels like Borderlands in that it's trying to, like the first Rage wasn't really like that humorous. And then Rage 2 tries to take the opposite approach of, well, now we're all quirky and, and like we're exactly like Borderlands basically. But uh, I, I don't know, like I, I really don't like that aspect of it. It's just like, I can't stand listening to some of the dialogue in that game it's like it's it's just not they're trying so hard to be funny and i just uh, I, I it's not funny well what, um, what i mean what what i mean what's worse that i know a different it sucks because the gameplay is actually good but the well, story and the, everything is really fucking terrible well, well what's what's worse that or ghostbusters 2016 different media oh ghostbusters 2016 <laughs> there was no question because <laughs> it reminded it reminded me of how people say that I mean, it I mean, it, it goes, at least so. at least it's not trying to desecrate something that was once good you know um, I don't know Borderlands 3 <laughs> well no 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 I was talking about Rage not, but oh, I mean Rage, Rage was, yeah like I was saying Rage is very uh, or Rage 2 at least is just like really similar to uh, yeah it's Rage. like it's no longer cool to be self-referential and self-aware without doing anything about it. Yeah, I, f I feel like what when it comes to sequels with games, some games fall very, very short with, like, it feels like they're... You can tell that they're trying to one-up the previous part. Like, for Rage 2, it did feel like they were trying way too hard to be, you know rage one when to be honest you should it should not be all that noticeable that you're trying to one up the previous installment you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you can just as easily um the way i see it, if you can easily like 
show people that you're forcing um like you're forcing it to be better than the first one then that means you can actually do it under the radar then because i mean it at that point if it's noticeable then that means you just you probably just didn't care at the end of the day you just you just wanted a paycheck that's how i view things anyways Uh, my answer is pretty simple. WWE 2K20. <laughs> Easy. That has to be the worst uh, wrestling game i ever seen in terms of bugs, glitches, and all around low quality, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. Some of those glitches are just like nightmare fuel. I saw one of them where someone had like venom-like tendrils as hair and they were attacking another wrestler. It was great. <laughs> the game looks like a, it looks like an early PS3 game. That game was just so goddamn terrible. I don't I don't see how anyone as a wrestling fan enjoys them. Even even in the past, all the wrestling games have not been as bad as that, where they they barely like function in that game. So I I just wish that they would have put more effort into it. But now we have a piece of shit, so it's funny to laugh at. <laughs> Can't wait uh, for the next one. No, oh, yeah, no. I was about to say, um, play of the story, right? I haven't even seen the story. The only thing that I know is that the glitches carry over into uh, the game. But, uh, oh, yeah, Andre, you wanted to tell your plot of uh, your Okay, friend. so this is actually a really funny story. Um, I know a guy on PlayStation, right? Um, this dude bought the Legion of Dawn edition of Anthem, and he bought the gold edition of Ghost Recon Breakout, right? He wanted me to, like, get the Legion of Dawn edition at, like, my local GameStop. But here's the thing. I don't go to GameStop. I rarely go to GameStop. And he kept claiming Anthem was going to be, like, a masterpiece. And he oh, only... No. You want to know something fun? He only played Anthem for, like, a month and dropped it and never played it again. He still plays Ghost Recon. And I remember one time when he was streaming the game, he, he was, like, yelling, Oh, this game is fucking garbage. Fuck Ubi shit. And then, literally, when I talked to him on PlayStation the next day, he's like, Gima, you need to play this game. This is the best game ever. It's like, <laughs> I was like, dude, didn't you say this game was a piece of shit on stream? I'm pretty sure you said that. And he's been, like, begging me to play. I'm like, it's not a good game. Don't don't, don't play it. Just don't play any of those I don't like you trying to be Don't play what? Um... Breakpoint. Breakpoint Anthem, they're terrible games. Sounds like he's trying to be a snake old salesman. Like, first is bad, now is good, so you should play it. What is that? He's trying to pass on the he's... death note. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's, he's a giant Ubisoft shell, essentially. I was about like, to say, maybe game Ubisoft put uh... them something under the table, you know? <laughs> like, any game they make, he'll pretty much claim it's the best game ever. And it's been going on for a while since I met him. Like, Dude, he plays For Honor, like, almost, like, pretty much almost all the time, I'd have to say. Like, every time they make a new update, it's like, yo, play this game, For Honor's the goal. For Honor's, like, like I mean, <sighs> it was, like, guilty pleasure, but for the asking price of that game, hell no. And the fact that it I was broken. It <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, it's not, like, worth it. It's not the best thing ever. It's just, like, okay. Wait, can, can we all agree that the best Ubisoft game the best Ubisoft mm -hmm. game has to be Uno. Uh, 
was amazing, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Rayman Legends was great. Oh yeah, definitely. That game. Yeah, I completely forgot about Rayman. Yeah, Rayman. Good. They bury that series so hard. It's like they don't even do anymore. Just the rabbit stuff. Like I know, I know. Legends came out like 2013. Maybe it just didn't do well. I don't know. I mean, you could say the same thing. It was a good game. I loved it. You could say the same thing for like Prince of Persia. That's been dead forever. Prince of Persia. Uh, Ren, what were you? Asking? You said my name? I, I said I hope a cat crawls in your colon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little, a little, a little backstory. A little quick backstory of how that came to be. We were playing Uno. I I end up getting plus two'd. I put down a plus two. Because we... I was like, oh, no, a plus two. I put down a plus two, plus four. And then Eli had a plus two, and he's like, oh, whatever shall I do? And he puts down a plus two, and Ren just gets plus six, and he's like, it's, it's like a long pause. And then all of a sudden he's like, whoever did that, I hope a cat crawls into your colon. I really do. <laughs> it's so fucking random. And I'm like, Ren, why is that very specific? And I never got an To this day, I never got an answer. I was salty. Oh, I got. No, no. I was salty. Maybe I got plus six. Is in her Chinese. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> eat cats. Come on. Good lord. <laughs> Jesus. But I think we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna do our outros so we can get out of here. So, Cryo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, um, and YouTube, both at uh, Cryo Gaming, um. The zero is like an actual like the number zero, um, and also uh, Twitch, which is the same thing like my Twitter and my YouTube, except YT added at the end. Nom, where can we find you? Oh boy, uh, you can find me behind the dumpster at McDonald's at three in the morning. But in uh, but in all seriousness, dumpster diving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. Uh, you can find me on youtube.com uh, nam12399 where I make video game essay type videos alright awesome Arlena where can we find you alright well you guys can find me on twitter at Gabrina K. Uh, you can find me on youtube uh, Arlena Bloodgrave uh, same thing with twitch I do stream like once in a blue moon <laughs> on there uh, and if you really want to be out there you can find me on tiktok if you really want to see some cringy ass cosplay that I do, and uh, if you do follow me on Twitter, uh, there will be some convention announcements that I will be uh, planning. Awesome, El Andre, where can we find you, buddy? Um, you can find me as uh, Andre B Venom on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Chaos, where can we find you? You can find me on BitChute. Uh, which I'm now on exclusively because fuck YouTube. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Captain Chaos, and uh, you can also find me on Twitter by the same name, Captain Chaos. Uh, and you can also, uh, shameless plug, I do also do art commissions, so uh, you will find the links there from my PayPal if you ever want me to do a commission for you. Uh, so, yeah, just putting that out there. Uh, yeah. All right, and you can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. You can find me on Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. Uh, 
I will be working on something Death Space related pretty soon, so that might break up the RE monotony because I've been doing a lot of fucking Resident Evil content. Uh, I think that's about it. Like, in terms of the other podcast I have to release, which is the Super Nintendo, that will be coming out later today and this one. So look forward to it. We will see you people later. And once again, peace out. Bye. Ciao. Bye bye.